Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from The Lancet. I'm Francesca Toey. Today it's June the 27th and we're discussing a newly published trial on using a new method to deliver the influenza vaccine, which is via a microneedle patch. This is the TIVMNP 2015 study. Joining me are two of the authors of the trial, Dr Nadine Raphael and Professor Mark Prausnitz. Please can you introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hello, my name is uh, Nadine Rufael. I'm an associate professor uh, of medicine at Emory University. And I am Mark Prausnitz. Uh, I work at the Georgia Institute of Technology, where I am a regents professor. The first thing to start off with is to say what is a microneedle patch and how they work, because these are already being used in not only medical, but also some cosmetic products. The microneedle patch is trying to capture the advantages of a hypodermic needle and syringe that is able to deliver a vaccine or a drug very effectively, but has its limitations as well. And on the other hand, the advantages of a patch, like a nicotine patch, that can be easily and painlessly applied to the skin, but a limitation of the patch technology is that it can't deliver very many drugs. So what we have done have taken the idea of a needle that actually does puncture the skin and therefore is able to deliver a drug, but we make the needle extremely small, microscopically small, so that you don't feel it and you don't see it. As a result, you can just put on a patch. It's as easy as, say, putting on a bandage, but it's able to deliver all kinds of different drugs and vaccines, and in particular, the influenza vaccine. So what are the advantages of this delivery system versus the usual intramuscular route? Flu vaccination is usually given by an intramuscular injection, and that has to be done by a highly trained healthcare professional. We would like to be able to change that and use the microneedle patch so that it can be done in a painless way so that more people will be willing to get the flu vaccine and done in a way that's very simple to administer so that patients themselves could self-administer flu vaccine patches. Moving on to your study, can you briefly describe what you did and why your study is different to previous microneedle trials and how the patch itself is slightly different? Almost exactly two years ago, we enrolled the first subject in the trial at the Hope Clinic, and that's the clinical arm of the Emory Vaccine Center. So during the summer of 2015, 100 subjects who elected not to receive the 2014-2015 seasonal influenza vaccine enrolled in our study and were randomized to four different groups. The first group was to receive the microneedle patch containing the vaccine, and that was administered by a healthcare worker. The second arm was receiving the microneedle patch containing the vaccine by the subject, him and herself. And the next group was to receive the microneedle patch with a placebo that didn't contain any influenza vaccine. And the last group was the traditional influenza vaccine given by needles and syringe. What is so different in our study compared to previous microneedle trials is the encouraging results that we found, the fact that the microneedle patch we used was completely dissolvable and had no sharp waste, and the fact it was the first time the participants themselves were able to self-administer the patch. You touched on them a little bit already, but what are some of the other main findings from your study and what research questions remain unanswered in this field? The vaccine delivered by microneedle patch was not only safe, but also resulted in an excellent immune response to the different influenza strains contained in the vaccine and was preferred over other vaccine delivery methods by the subjects themselves. 
while it's a very promising step, more studies are needed in larger groups of subjects to confirm the safety and efficacy results of the microneedle patches to allow licensure. Also, the microneedle patch will need to be studied in different populations, such as in kids and older adults, and for other types of vaccines. Also, we need to have a better understanding of the exact immunologic mechanism that are driving the success of the microneedle patches as a vaccine delivery method. What could be the impact of your findings? Could this dissolvable microneedle patch also work to deliver other vaccines in places with the hot climates? Because you talk about in your paper the increased thermostability compared with the injections. The impacts of the findings could be huge. The microneedle patches could greatly simplify access to vaccines. Just picture this. Sometime in the near future, you can get immunized in the comfort of your own house without any sharp waste. It could encourage also some people who are scared of needles to get vaccinated by using microneedles. Also, microneedle patches are timely. As we are preparing for an influenza pandemic, each one of us could self-administer the vaccine, increasing speed of vaccination by removing the bottleneck of healthcare worker availability and also reducing risk of transmission of the pandemic influenza by avoiding concentration of patients at the clinics. The impacts in hot climates with increased thermostability is also potentially very big, and I will let Professor Proudness further comment on this. At Georgia Tech, we are doing work in collaboration with Emory University as well as with the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to look at the possibility of using the microneedle patch vaccination method for other vaccines and in particularly to benefit needs in developing countries such as the effort to eradicate polio and efforts to eliminate measles and rubella throughout the world. In those studies, we have similarly been developing patches that have thermostability so they can be easily distributed and used in hot climates. We don't necessarily envision self-administration in these kinds of vaccination campaigns, but there can be great advantage from having minimally trained personnel carry out these vaccinations. And that's facilitated by the lack of need for refrigeration, the lack of need for expertise to administer the patch, the lack of need to handle Sharp's wastes in a safe manner. So it's our hope that this technology can play a significant role in global health as well. Development of the microneedle patch could only have been done through a collaboration between engineers at Georgia Tech as well as bioscientists and medical researchers at Emory University, where neither side had the capability to do this whole project alone, but by coming together in this interdisciplinary way, we were able to advance a technology that we think could be of significant benefit. Well, it seems like there's an exciting future for these microneedle patches, but there are more trials, as you said, need to be done to support the findings in this trial. Thank you both for joining us today to discuss your trial, and thank you all for listening.